0: Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers, with your host Peggy Smedley.
1: Welcome back to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host Peggy Smedley. Today we have two great guests from Bentley Systems joining us to chat about 3D modeling. Please welcome David Huey, Senior Product Marketing Manager, and Nicole Stefano, Senior Platform Advantage Manager. Project Delivery Bentley Systems. David and Nicole, welcome to the show.
0: Hi Peggy, it's great to be here. Thanks for jo- for uh, having us.
1: Well, we're, we're glad hello, to have Peggy. you. Hey Nicole, great. David, thank you both for joining us. So I, I know you're both on the show today, and it's exciting to have you. You guys do an amazing job at Bentley. I'm a huge fan of Bentley Systems, and and I think it's great. But here's where I want to start. You know, and and David, I'm going to toss the first question to you because I know you know a lot about this, and you, Nicole, have done a great job over at Bentley's. But let's start with the basics. You know, for our listeners, in segment one, we were talking about what is, you know, 3D, 4D when we talk about BIM. But you guys are providers, and you guys have been doing such a great job of, of what all of this, uh, and you've been making some big moves to acquire software companies in BIM. But let's, for our listeners who really want to get their arms around BIM, let's start with the basics. Why do we need to understand BIM? Why does a construction company need to understand it? And why are you guys so involved in BIM? So I, I know that's a mouthful right now, but let, I think we got to start at the beginning.
0: Sure. Let me see if I can tackle that, Peggy. So, I mean, uh, I think there are, there are two things that really are, are critical here. Uh, one is, at the end of the day, it's all about information and the flow of information. Um, and, and having, uh, for many years, the design and construction industry has had to rely upon um, you know, two-dimensional two representations, which are really abstractions of uh, the real-world projects they have to build. And there's a lot of interpretation that has to go on in order for them to uh, to try to uh, extrapolate that back into what, what the real-world thing is that they're trying to build. Um, but, but I guess in the end, uh, what's really most critical is that BIM processes. BIM processes have now been really widely embraced throughout most of the disciplines in the step before construction happens in the design process uh, by the architectural and engineering firms that are out there, uh, and and all of that rich information uh, can really be leveraged throughout the construction process uh, to help teams get smarter about reusing that. Um, uh... you know with with all the different kinds of devices that are used uh... out on the construction site um, and there are huge efficiencies that'll pop that are possible um, uh... by enabling a flow of information and the capture of additional construction details um, uh, throughout the infrastructure lifecycle, which can not only be huge uh, value to the construction team but but also at the time of handover uh, there's huge value for uh, for the owners downstream, and I, I guess to answer your question about why why Bentley cares and why we're involved in it, um, uh, you know our uh, our, our users uh, span design, construction, and operations, and they've shared with us for many years the pain of losing information at one stage of the process onto the next and having to start over again, and the risks of. Uh, lost information, misinformation throughout the process. So uh, is that, is, does that come close to answering your question? Yeah,
1: yeah, that, that really does, because it, it leads to a question that I'm going to throw out to to, to Nicole, because, uh, you know, and I look at a lot of the projects you guys are involved in and that you help companies with. When you talk about that handover process, that turnover to the owner and in, in getting involved, BIM really helps that collaborative environment. So, Nicole, help me understand How that 3D modeling that is transforming the work that we talk about from the field, that collaborative environment, from the job site to the office, that ability once you're turning over a project, you have a a clear visibility to the communication that a collaborative environment. What have you been seeing that's really made a difference in the way things are done from the field to the ability to communicate to the office now once this project's turned over you know, everybody really sees everything that, that David's just described.
2: Exactly, exactly. Well, thank you again. Um, you know, really just to re- reiterate a little bit about what David had mentioned, you know, BIM technology and the process to um, execute on project delivery really is evolving into what we're saying is a tip-to-tail vision and enables these AEC firms to create and really leverage that engineering model uh, that spans the asset life cycle from design to build to operations, And as our users are working together collaboratively at, from an owner re- specifying the requirements very early into the design, as well as the design and engineers working with the construction professionals, really you're seeing great advantages achieved by all project teams. Um, And now the access to these 3D models on a mobile device is much easier, and specifically in the field, um, they can now conduct walkthroughs and constructability reviews much earlier in that process. You know, we here at Bentley, we're spending a lot of time developing our applications that takes advantage of this visualization uh, technology and provides our users with the capability uh, to resolve clash issues Um, identifying any constructability or compliance issues by understanding and reviewing the model. Um, If you look at it downstream, when this uh, digital representation is handed over uh, to an owner, uh, they have a a much better way to um, be very secure when doing the maintenance for that particular asset, understanding when equipment or materials need to be updated and need to be... um, uh, revised very quickly. This provides them that information that they really never had before. Now,
0: it's, it's and, and interesting. I'll, I'll jump in on one, one additional point there. Um, you know, having the the uh, the model uh, enables construction teams to do what, what we call construction modeling, right? Because uh, not not all of the design and modeling is done by the engineers and architects. There are lots of things that construction teams need to be able to do on the job site. Uh, and uh, having the existing model uh, that, they, uh, that they inherit from the design and engineering teams uh, at handoff can allow them to improve the accuracy and, and speed of designing, for example, formwork that's necessary for pouring the foundation, just as you know, one example.
1: Well, and you you both make a very good point, and, and I'm going to kind of challenge you a little bit because the research that, that Constructex Magazine's playbook has done, research by other analyst firms out there have done, still shows uh, that BIM adoption is still very low by construction companies if we have all these benefits that we're talking about, compliance, revision, modeling, clash issues, all these things that you can do, why are we still seeing it not adopted as readily as it could by so many companies? And it, it seems like it makes sense, but why are we still still lagging in some of the areas to really embrace BIM adoption? Go on to handle that, Dave? So,
0: so I, yeah, so, so I'll, I'll start answering it. Maybe she, Nicole can jump in. But, I mean, to some extent, part of it... Uh, uh, at least in the U.S., may in some cases still be a contractual issue where they're starting from scratch again, right? And not in every case does a construction firm actually end up being handed the rich complete uh, you know, 3D uh, model with all that information embedded in it. A lot of times the uh, contract deliverables still remain the plans, sections, elevations, and a bunch of spreadsheets. So uh, you know, there's a gap there for construction teams to overcome and that they, they may have to actually recreate these models from scratch. Uh, but to the extent that, that you start to see uh, more progressive, um, uh, you know, contractual uh, relationships that, that bring the design construction teams closer together, the reuse of that information is much easier. Uh, and I think you're going to see as those kinds of uh, working relationships uh, become more common as they are in other parts of the world, uh, places like the, the UK. Um, teams, uh, uh, construction teams, will be able to build upon what's been uh, created in the design process rather than having to start from scratch. But you know, I think generally, wh- why are construction teams maybe lagging in their adoption of BIM? Well, they started later, right? There, there wasn't a whole lot of the, BIM was really built for design firms. It wasn't originally that the technologies that were available were all centered on what are the the advantages for design teams, for architects, and for engineers. Uh, And you're now starting to see technologies that are built specifically for construction teams for their use cases and, and the things that they need to do.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great point. We've got just about 30 seconds left. Nicole, you want to add anything? No, I think
2: that um, just just to you know, believe it or not, I still think that there's. I think David did an excellent job in responding to that question, but I still think there's challenges from a, a learning curve uh, for construction professionals. It, it, we still have an, an aging workforce, and you know by starting to provide role-based de- devices that um, allows a professional in the field to deliver that information that's relative to them. Is absolutely vital and we're continuing to evolve we're listening to our users throughout the life cycle to make sure that we're providing that type of offering to those users so they can really maximize um, their ability to access that information and to use it relative to their work that they're they're doing and specifically in the field
1: I think what's interesting and we're going to just wrap up and I want to thank you both for being with us I think when we take the great knowledge of our older generation with our younger millennials, I think the future's unlimited, what we could do with them. Thank you both for being with us, and we appreciate all your contributions here.
0: Thanks, Peggy. You're very welcome. Thanks for having us.
1: All right. Thank you. Thanks for having us. All right, listeners, we're out of time. Stick around. You know what? This is what it's great when we have these industry-focused experts on the show. And if you want to learn more about what they have and others, we want you to check out the ConExpo, ConAg event uh, that show that's going to be next year we want you to register for it go up see sessions and other things like this you can learn more about it or register for our 365 newsletter for the latest news stick around we've got more coming at you right here at con expo con ad radio brought to you by the association of equipment manufacturers if it's new it's here we'll be right back right after this commercial break
0: Identity theft costs over $20 billion a year. When was the last time you changed all of your passwords? Don't be a victim. The nonprofit Securing Our ECity Foundation is here to support you. They serve individuals, families, seniors, businesses, and nonprofits throughout San Diego, helping to make a safer cyber experience for all. For more information, visit securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. so many get on the right path and be clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step for realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting the reinvention today. No more delays, no more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to the reinvention That's the reinvention workshop.com.